0: Uh, Mandy, don't film the side of my head, please. <laughs> back of my head. Back, back, the back of, your of your head, head is ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> Good. Okay.
1: Hello, Ash. Hello, Taryn. <laughs> Can we leave the back of your head as ridiculous in the intro? Because that was no. funny. Yeah, that's funny. No one needs sorry? to know. No one's gonna know. Okay. Um. Taryn, Taryn
0: didn't Shh. get ready for you guys today. Guys, I put on the only bit of makeup I have on my face was with a dry beauty blender. Beauty blender? blender. That's when you know you're in a specific type of spot.
4: When you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit angie.com that's a n g i . c o m.
0: Ash, did you know? Wait. <laughs> For my fun fact, now. pull yourself together. Oh, I picked this one specifically because of you because Ooh. you sneeze a lot. I do sneeze a lot. We, we sneeze a lot. We
1: sneeze a lot <laughs> together. We have more allergies than all of you guys combined. Literally, <laughs>
0: that's one of the reasons we bonded. We were
1: like,
3: Allergies, yeah. And then it, is, it is. If
1: you know me at all, it's like a running joke that I can never sneeze just once. Like, it, it's yeah, a minimum it's like three of three to four yeah. times. Always, it's annoying. There's an
0: I've learned to like wait. So, like, you'll start, and there's been times where, like, you only do two, and then I wait for a while, and I'll, like, turn and look at you, like... I'll be like, oh,
1: my God, that was only did two? Did she
0: die, like, <laughs> halfway through? Yeah. Um, did you know that if you sneeze too hard, you could fracture a rib? I have heard that. How? I have heard
1: that. I forget who it was. Someone I knew in high school. Or maybe he coughed. I don't know. I, th- I know. I've heard that's a thing.
0: Um, maybe I'm stupid, but, like, how? Because uh, your like of, muscles are attached lots of to pressure. it, uh, yeah, yeah. I think so if
1: you it, like pulls some it? strong ab abdominal muscles, really crunching, you know.
0: Well, I don't have those, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no worries. Don't I'll don't worry about. It. Um, that's all I got. <laughs> well, lovely, <laughs> great start.
0: Welcome to the back. Great start. Guys. Uh, you threw <laughs> me guys. off by exposing my. Oily hair. So <laughs> your hair looks great. I it's, think you need to. I brought a brush. You're overthinking so frequently. It. Um, I I feel like we've have we talked about before how the one episode where I had a bald spot the entire. Have yeah. we talked about that? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I told. So it's like a thing now. When I come in and if I know my hair's gross, I'm always like, Michaela, <laughs> just watch my head for me. <laughs> She'll be like, it looks fine. <laughs> it looks fine. She's just saying it, it looks oh, horrible. She's I'm just trying so, to get you to record. I have a cowlick. Right, it's like the top of my head. Mm-hmm. So if my hair is not like first, second day clean, it starts to show and yeah. it like splits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I don't know why that's like a massive insecurity of mine. You gotta blow dry it. I do blow dry it. No, I mean like after like the second day, like you oh,
1: have like every re-blow morning dry you need to re blow dry yeah. that spot.
0: Do you like wet it? Yeah. And then just re blow dry it. Yeah, with oh. a round brush. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, you'll um, never stop learning, guys.
1: Even at thirty-four,
0: I don't want to talk about it. Five. Um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like sometimes I'm like, I learn things that I'm like, how have I gone this long?
1: Yeah, I was just gonna, being a I woman. Like, what have you have you never tried re- <laughs> re-wedding and blow drying it? Not at all. That's fascinating to me. Not at all. Uh, hi, hey guys, hey, <laughs> <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome back. We're gonna deter from Taryn's hair journey and uh, get back to you guys. Hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome. That's Taryn. Yes, that's Ashley. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and uh,
1: uh, we're here. We're <laughs> here. We're here. We're here. We survived. We yes. made it. Um, h- how are you, Taryn? I'm good. How are you doing, Taryn? Um, I'm
0: good. <laughs> I'm tired. That did not sound I'm confident. so tired. Um, which, it's funny because- Whoa, I just had deja vu.
1: You well, said I did- that? exactly before on the podcast when I've asked you
0: how your weekend was.
1: No, you've said, I'm tired. I'm so tired. You said it exactly like that.
0: The what? Coachella episode after Coachella, when we were like,
1: I'm so I forget tired. what it was, but there is a oh, there is a clip of you saying that exactly with the same like inflection and yeah. everything. I'm sorry,
0: it's you know it's part of my personality yeah, at this point. No, it literally was like a deja vu moment. I was like, What's I've heard now? this before. I've told you my the theory of deja vu that I heard that changed my life. The Matrix. No, um, someone told me that deja vu is moments in your life. Where, like, you know, you're in the exact place that you should be.
3: Mm. So, like, when you
0: have one of those moments, it's like, I love that. Just the universe, God, whoever you think, telling, telling us you you're in the exact place you should be. So, I'm then supposed it changes be from being like trippy and creepy to like beautiful, affirming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, I don't think I've talked about it on the pod, but I did my surgery and I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm so tired of giving updates. <laughs> about my surgery. So I'm not gonna like go into detail. If you would like to know, I did post a video on my channel. We posted it on our socials Taryn too. and yeah, we posted a link to it. Um, so if you want like the detailed description of what happened, you can go there. Also, the freaking craziest thing because I've been dreading filming that video I had been waiting for a call from my surgeon for over two weeks. Mm-hmm. And when I finally, I was like, I just need to get it over with and film this video. I sit down to film and like two minutes into filming, my surgeon called with the results. Wild timing. Um, so it's actually on all on film, which I like debated putting in. But I also was like, it felt weirdly like it was meant to happen yeah. because of the circumstances. Mm-hmm. So that's in the video too. But all in all... Half of my thyroid got removed. Surgery went great. Um, one of the tumors ended up being cancerous, but it's out, mm-hmm. and I'm recovering, cancer-free and- baby. Yes, yes. So, but yeah, that's all all the energy I have on the update. But definitely, if you're curious, you can watch the video. Um, and now I'm just trying to figure out my thyroid levels and moving on. Mm-hmm. MoveOn.com. MoveOn.com. Yeah, but that's that's all I got. What about you, Ash?
1: Oh, I'm pretty good. I had, you know what? Oh, you know what I did today or this weekend? What? I learned how to do a wing liner.
0: Nice. Like, well. You've always, I mean, well, I did it for you for no, a while. No, I've never
1: been able to do yeah. a winged liner. It's something.
0: Eyes. It looks great.
1: It's something I've never succeeded at. Uh, they always looked horrible. And I've refrained from doing for, like, my entire life because yeah. it just looks so bad. I'll have someone else do it. And I love when someone else does it. But, um... I figured it out. It's an angled brush, and it's eyeshadow. It's not liquid liner. It's not trying to freehand a wing. I can't. That's not physically. That's not my cards to play. But um, eyeshadow is working. So I think my next step is going to be taking the eyeshadow, doing the wing, and then going over it with a liquid liner. I was
0: just going to say, like, tracing it is great. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of videos. (laughs) Eyeshadow is Eyeshadow is fun because you can like mess with different colors too and mm-hmm. do like a lighter brown or whatever. Mm-hmm, but yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Eye- eyeshadow trick. Yeah. Oh, it was good. I finally feel like I <clears> I did it.
1: You know, I feel so accomplished only because it's been it's been years in the making. That's why,
0: you know, we all learn things. We all learn. Blow things. dry your hair in the morning. Do use use eyeshadow. eyeshadow for eyeliner. Come here if you want to learn how to be a woman. <laughs> Learn before do one us. Learn before us. <laughs> um, um, I have. We have an announcement.
1: Oh, we do have an announcement. We have an announcement.
0: Yeah, we do. It's a good one. I don't know how to say it. We didn't practice this, but we did just
1: like. You know, we should have done like a rehearsal or yeah. something.
0: We, we got, got awarded. Did the Signal Award for how to best how to and advice podcast. Podcast. Yes. <laughs> Basically, we are officially the best podcast in the entire world. <laughs> That's what they said. Um, Not us. I'm just, yeah, I'm just reiterating what they said. We were like tripped out that we even got nominated. Uh huh. And then, um, obviously, huge thank you to all of you because I think it was by voting because we had by that voting for voting. Mm-hmm. So um, we won, y'all. We so, won, guys. I don't know if there's like a show we're gonna go to or like or is our next step. I want a trophy. I'll buy you a trophy. Yeah. Let's make a trophy.
1: You buy me a trophy. I buy you a trophy. Michaela, if one of these mics go missing.
0: (laughs) And it's dipped in gold. (laughs) (laughs) And mounted to a plaque. It wasn't me. It wasn't us. Um. Yeah, no, we were super excited. It was very, like, trippy to, like, hear. It also was kind of great timing because we recorded our 200th
1: episode very recently. Mm -hmm. um, And this happened right after. So it's just, it's all of these things, including my deja vu moment, saying that we're doing the right thing. We're in the right place. Yes. Doing the right thing. Uh, We love you guys. Thank you so much for the love and support and for getting us uh, the award. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. that's our announcement today
0: <laughs> that's what's going on let's We're... get back
1: into oh. yes. uh the episode yeah. i have an excellent tearing it up today okay, I'm excited. and i'm just like i'm just so excited to say it i've been wanting to i've been holding on to this for a second and i'm ready to go are you ready okay, yeah yeah i'm ready. tearing it up i'm not gonna say the title because it gives it away Hello, girls. This is this <laughs> literally just happened to me, and I am so embarrassed and mortified that I just had to get it off my chest by writing into you guys. Ugh,
0: those are always the best one when it's like it just happened. Yeah,
1: they're like we, and you immediately thought of us. We're, that's we're doing something right. Honored, honored. Imagine it's ten a.m. on a Friday morning. You're sitting in your PJ bottoms, rocking it commando style since nine p.m. yesterday. Brawl is obviously because I'm not a psycho. (laughs) (laughs) Then a knock on the door. Me excited as hell. I think it's the Amazon package that I ordered forever ago. I I look through the (laughs) peephole and I see a man with his daughter. That information is important for later. So as any kind of neighbor, I open the door thinking they're selling finments and I'm about to cop myself a box. (laughs) They get to telling me that they're from the church. But... I'm in a conversation now, and I can't just back out of it. Let's remember, PJ pants, dirty t-shirt, no bra, no underwear. All of a sudden, my dog, a five-month-old black lab, comes bounding down the stairs trying to get outside. I try to grab the puppy, and in doing so, he somehow gets his back legs through the waist of my PJs, and is now thrashing about trying to get out of my arms. Oh, God. (laughs) Again, remember, standing at the door, talking to the man and the daughter from the church, rocking at commando in PJs with a thrashing dog in your arms. We all see where this is going. (laughs) This thrashing causes him to quite literally pull my pants down. And now I'm standing there, coochie in the wind, (laughs) dog in my arms, and the most horrified look on my face. The pair standing outside, who I am still trying to keep a conversation with, (laughs) mentions they'll come back later at a better time.
0: (laughs) They were never seen from again.
1: (laughs) I've never seen a Jehovah's Witness run that fast (laughs) off a property before, and I am now scarred for life. I will never be opening my door ever again. (laughs) I really hope you got a kick out of the story because I don't think I'll ever live this down in my own mind. Thank you, girls, for all that you do. I hope you read it on the podcast so my experience wasn't for nothing. (laughs) That's so rough. (laughs) It's so, it's such a
0: bummer. Like, the whole time you're just like, no. Like, what are you even supposed to do? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know Uh, how she just kept standing there. I would have, like. I would have like yeah.
1: I would have like fallen to the floor like yeah, yeah, collapsed yeah.
0: trying to like hide been like, every inch of me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um the title was Showing My Coochie to a Jehovah's Witness. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. That's so brutal. That's just one of those things when you you're like I, I I shouldn't have I should have planned this better. I should have like not opened the, the door. I should have like put the dog away first. Yeah. I should have put like a robe on first. Like something could have happened to prevent this, but you just weren't yeah. weren't thinking, you know. My the one, I don't
0: I don't ever open my door. Like I have to absolutely know who's coming. Like if I know like, oh, I have a maintenance guy coming from the apartment to like fix something. Mm-hmm. But I always tiptoe to the door so no one can hear me and look silently. Mm -hmm. And then, like, if it's someone I'm like, I don't really know them or what they want, like, I won't answer.
1: Yeah. I also wonder if that's, like, because when I lived with my parents growing up, we used to open the door all the time. Um, The older I got, the less I opened the door. Well, Maybe it's all the murder podcasts I listen to. I was to. just
0: going to say, that was when we were just ripe, innocent kids. And mm-hmm, now we know of mm-hmm. 365 ways to kill someone. Yeah.
1: But you know what? My dad still, if we could, you know, no hate, but if, if someone came soliciting towards the door and it was obvious, we didn't open the door for that. Yeah. I was like, hi, nobody has time yeah. today to sit and chat
0: yeah I mean usually like I'll unless see you like, have cookies oh, thank you I love Jesus too <laughs> yeah. and then I can like get away Bye. with that but yeah that's rough yeah <laughs> that's, rough. that's so good
1: I'm so glad thank you so much anonymous for sending that in because that just made my whole damn day
4: <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by Angie
3: Get started on the Angie app or visit angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that
0: cool. Well shall we jump on in? Let's get on into it. Jump on in. Um my story. If you are let's do it. Okay.
1: Right <laughs> You said jump on it. And it I don't know what like made
0: it. that worse, like the fact that you were singing so quiet. <laughs> so it was like, huh? I, I didn't want to scream the lyrics. But oh <laughs> my god, have you <laughs> seen that, uh, the like Apple Music trailer
1: for Rihanna doing the Super Bowl? Oh, <laughs> oh. chills, actual
0: full body chills. I've like she given looks so up good. in my like my just trying to be very positive and manifesting mind. I was like, maybe I can go somehow. Like, maybe I can weasel my way into something. Right. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. There's no <laughs> I was, way. I was going to try to be supportive. <laughs> no. Because I was like, you she no. I would, like. We're not getting invited there's to There's so a many Super of Bowl. my friends who have, like, just so much more of, like, a status to where they would go before me. <laughs> yeah. Before my ancestors, like. <laughs> and and I just, yeah. Your, your they ancestors? They can't get in. I'm just saying, like before me and everyone who's gonna come from any part got of it, me, got it, got it, got it. And if they can't go, then like, yeah, I'm not going. Ugh, it's gonna be epic. I'm it's gonna so be excited. so epic. It'll be cool to watch too. Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Um. Anywho. Okay. So this is called how to stop craving male validation. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just don't get it like me and then you won't crave it. What's that?
3: You don't know what
0: you don't have.
1: <laughs> Why with the accent? I don't know. I don't you know. don't know what anyway. you don't have. Hey,
0: girlies. First, I'd like to start off with the usual, I love you guys, etc. I love that. You know what? It's, it's It really like, is a requirement it. now. You can't it write is. us an email without it complimenting us. It is. Um... Your genuine, easy relationship reminds me of my own friendship with my best friend, and I just find your podcast calming and grounding in general. I like to sit down to my Monday morning routine of Ash and Taryn with my breakfast. LOL. I love that. Mm. What are you eating right now? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Now, on to the issue I would really like to hear your thoughts and input on. This is something I've struggled with for a while now. Probably for years, and I've only come to realize it in the past few months or so. I feel like I've been having a lot of moments where I'm connecting current triggers, current Mm. behaviors, current habits, whatever, with, like, where they started. Mm. (laughs) Like, it's been really weird where Mm -hmm. I'm, like, I'm looking back at my life or situations, and I'm like, oh, Like, that trauma definitely is why I still seek this or do this. It's been really interesting. I don't know why. Yeah. Anyways, um, I think I crave male validation, but I also hate it. It's like a weird mixture of emotions with me. On one hand, I'm weirded out and disgusted, and then on the other hand, I get this happy little glow of confidence and pep in my step. It doesn't really make any sense, and the only thing I can think of is that we as women were and are programmed to naturally crave male validation because of the male gaze that it's just ingrained in us. For instance, a few months back, I was at a park just chilling on my laptop, headphones on in my own little world. All of a sudden, I hear someone talking to me. Confused, I look up, and there's this fully grown man saying, excuse me. When I proceeded to ignore him because, you know, stranger danger, he said, Hi, I just want to let you know I think you're really beautiful. Then he left. I was so creeped out, but then I thought about it, and it gave me a little glow. This is really concerning for me because I know I cannot base my self-worth on men because that's ridiculous and not going to bring me happiness or self-fulfillment, but for some reason, I can't shake this notion. Besides, it's superficial, We women are just so much more than our physical appearance. Looks change and evolve, and I cannot rely on this sense of confidence that stems from external sources. Anyways, this has been on my mind for a while now, and I feel weird bringing it up to my friends. So thanks for letting me rant. LOL. Sorry, it's so long. That was like the shortest. I know. I was like, that was (laughs) was so concise and short. Yeah. Um, Love Anonymous. And then she sent a picture of her and her best friend, which I'll show you. I'll show you later. Um, I love this. Yeah, this I is love interesting. This. I love the, like, I love, like, the detailed stories, but I also like when they're, like, these little topics of discussion, which, yeah. by the way, like, I feel like if you hesitate to write in because you're like, oh, my, what I have to say is too short, or I don't really have a story, I just have questions, like, nothing's off limits. Mm-hmm. So, just want to throw that out there. Um, This is, A very interesting – or this was interesting for me to read because coupled with what she's concerned about, Mm -hmm. she also says all of the things that, like, you need to know to combat that. Yeah. So I think, like, it's so relatable because I think all of us, we – once we get to a point where we can actually identify and acknowledge a problem that we have Mm – We usually know how to solve it or we know the truth. Yeah. It's just learning how to create habits, create patterns to kind of like fight those tendencies Mm -hmm. and then be disciplined enough to like reinstate that over and over again. A hundred
1: percent. I think with something like this, I think one, you're not alone. Yeah. I I think anyone loves compliments. I think compliments are amazing and compliments do things to you. Oh, my God. Yeah. I could be having. I actually remember in the middle of COVID when obviously I was dating no one and I had no male like interaction,
0: let alone. Whatsoever. <laughs> let alone validation. Remember, um, when, remember when my brothers came over towards like the end of COVID and uh, me, you and Alicia were like, it is just so like not even in a weird way, but we're just like male energy men, like men that was great we haven't been around men yeah. in so long at that
1: same time i ran to the grocery store one time and i remember looking like i mean awful i was in sweatpants i had a mask like my hair wasn't done and a guy this beautiful guy like followed me out and was like hey i just want to let you know i think i told everyone at the yeah. house you <laughs> yeah, too yeah. i was like guys because he complimented me and just said i was beautiful and i i needed that yeah. and i I don't think there's anything wrong no. in letting, like, I needed that compliment because I was it was a weird, dark time. I think what's crazy, and I think something that can be a little skewed is, especially with this mentality of, like, screw the patriarchy, we have trained ourselves to kind of, like, not need things from yeah. men. And to a degree, obviously, love. <laughs> yeah. You are independent. You are self-sufficient. You don't need a man. However... We love a good compliment. That's so good for you to get and to to feel. It just shouldn't control you in any way.
0: That's what I was... Yeah, that's my So take
1: the compliment.
0: Yeah. But it shouldn't
1: be like you're trash without it. And and it shouldn't feel like you're nobody without it. And if you get it, it shouldn't dramatically change how you view yourself. Like Mm -hmm. it should be like, oh, that felt nice. Yeah. But then, you know, move on with your life.
0: And I think there's a difference between basing your self-worth on something yeah, and then ha- enjoying someone appreciating you and that, like, giving you a little, like, pep in your step or, like, internal glow, like she yeah. said. Um, I always think about, like, for example, when I was, like, really struggling with just my body and how I felt. There were so many times we would, like, our friend group would be getting ready to go out for a girls' night, right? hmm And I would spend so much time getting ready and doing my makeup and trying to pick a good outfit, but the whole time I'm, like, just tearing myself down and I'm, like, not being nice to myself. And then I would walk down, and if no one complimented me, I was, like, my entire night was destroyed. Mm -hmm. Like, if I walked down the stairs and I heard, like, you being like, oh, my God, Alicia, you look so hot, but, like, you didn't acknowledge something about me, Mm -hmm. I, like... I felt disgusting and the whole night I'm like adjusting my clothes I'm like checking my face I'm trying to figure out how I can like bail to get out of there because I was just so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because at that point I did not love myself at all and so without someone else's validation Mm -hmm. I was nothing which is a good like self check to be able to be aware like
1: oh my god That's a red flag that it affected me so much. Oh, exactly.
0: But if I would have walked down the stairs and you would be like, oh, my God, Terry, you look so cute. I would have walked into the room at the most confident person in the world. And I think that's like so like relevant. And like you said, like it's a good self check of when Mm -hmm. you feel yourself being like. I need someone else to say I look cute or I'm making the right choice or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you're not, you're not reaching within to get those things. You're seeking it somewhere else. Yeah. So for male validation to be what you base your self worth off, it would have to be a point where you're like craving it to the point of like, I need to know I'm beautiful to men mm-hmm. or I think I'm not beautiful. Yeah. So I think I'm not hearing that in, in the email. Yeah. I'm hearing that you like it and you're confused of, like, should I like it or should I not? Mm -hmm. And I think there's nothing wrong with letting that put pep in your step. But on the flip side, if a guy were to ever be like, ew, you're gross, you would have to, like, not let that have weight on you either. So it's, like, I think it's just finding a good balance of letting that be an extra, like, Someone gassing you up is cool. I will take that compliment. Thank you. Thank you. you know. And even if they're creepy, like the creepy wonky eyed, you know, guy in the gas station parking lot, yeah. like be like, thank you, sir. And then walk away. Mm-hmm. But like, you can still, there's a difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like needing no, it versus enjoying it. Yeah. And
1: I, I think where the the tricky part comes with specifically male validation is the whole like daddy issues thing yeah. and like needing some kind of confirmation from men that you're beautiful, that you're yeah. worthy, that you have value, that like X, Y, Z, whatever it is that you're, that you are lacking in your own self love, you're like trying to get from them or like you didn't get from your dad or, yeah. or you had a bad boyfriend experience and they never showed you this type of love so you're looking for it yeah. like somewhere else. That's when you just have to like, I think it's really important to kind of do a self check, a deep self check. Maybe quarterly. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know? seriously. Like, obviously, like keep track of all things at all times. But every once in a while, you need to sit down and just be like, "How am I doing?" Let's take a look. And and if you're noticing things like, "Oh, every time a guy did this, I like." Yeah. came alive or if you were in a real if you were down bad because you didn't get any kind of guy validation at some point then let's do a self-check yeah. and figure out why you don't value yourself in that way
0: or like the women who like and we all know because it's so obvious that's what's so funny is like when it's you you think you're being so nonchalant but like people watching are like girl you know you, yeah we all know the girls that you see them walk into a room And the way they're holding themselves, the way they're flirt, like, they're seeking that attention. Mm -hmm. And there's times where it's, like, harmless. And then, again, I think it's just measuring, like, what you're doing it for. Yeah. So I think it's just – it really is all a balancing act. But I also think – I mean, I think even in healthy relationships, even if you're married, if a guy – if your husband never tells you you're beautiful and appreciates you – That weighs on you, too. So, like, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's unhealthy to want those things. I think it's just, again, like we've said a billion times already, like, it's just finding that line of if you need that to feel beautiful, then there's restructuring that needs to happen.
1: Yeah. A thousand percent. And there's nothing wrong with wanting male validation. There's nothing wrong with even seeking it if you haven't gotten it in a while. It's how it shouldn't affect you dramatically in any way. That's kind of period. That's the end of the.
0: Of my yeah, my thoughts. <laughs> it's the end of what I have to say. No, I think you're good. I think you have a very solid foundation, and I think you just need to like be easy on yourself for like enjoying it, mm-hmm. um, and just restructure. But it sounds like anonymous, like everything you've said, like you know, you know, yeah. you know. Um, I, did I ever talk about the guy that the homeless man that hit on me in Jack in the Box <laughs> drive through line? What? No. <laughs> yeah, he. So. I had my window down unfortunately. <laughs> and because Charlie was with me and he walks up and he's like, he asked for food. And mm-hmm. so I was like, Yeah, like what would you like? I'll I'll meet you on the other side. And so he like told me what he wanted to eat. And then um he goes, You're so beautiful. And I was like, Thank you so much. He's like, No, like you're you're really beautiful. And mm-hmm. I was like, Thank you. He goes, Yeah, um, You should really like try to work for and he said two like company names. Right away I was like, I don't think (laughs) I don't think this is the compliment that I want. And then so anyways, I was like, Oh no, like I've never thought about working for them, like I have a job, like whatever. And then he just said, I was like, Okay, I'll see you on the other side and Mm -hmm. then he's like, I love you and I was like, Okay, thank you. They were two porn companies. I literally I'm not gonna say the names because they are offensive, but <laughs> I literally was like, he just straight up told me, like, have you ever You should get But into it was the like porn. as if I was like, have you ever thought about being a therapist? Like you yeah. would be really talented at being a therapist. <laughs> like, that's like the tone he had. And I just was like, I just remember sitting in the drive-thru by myself, like, I don't know how to feel about this well, guy. Right yeah. Also,
1: <laughs> take what take what he says with a yeah. grain of salt.
0: But like but yeah.
1: Well, thank you, sir, for I the was lovely like, you know compliment. I'll take that I'm and beautiful. making me feel beautiful thank today. You. I thank appreciate you. that. And <laughs> you know, we can, we can, we can, we live and we learn and we take things from from every aspect of life. Sometimes we have to really sift, yeah, to find the deeper that meaning. <laughs> comment was a was a hint of glitter yes. that just I'm sure yes. made you feel good. You know, it did. Thank it you. It Did thank you. <laughs> thank, thank, you, you. <laughs> thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Oh shoot! Well, good times. You gotta find the positivity, you know. You
2: (laughs) you really do.
1: Uh, well, let's go ahead and get into my story. Um, this one's a little, little lengthy, but in a good way. Okay. Uh, so let's get into it. This one is titled "Is All Hope Lost When Someone Cheats?" Ooh. Let's go. Okay, hi girls. Here is my obligatory gush about how much I love you guys. Wow. I've been listening since the end of 2020, and I have not missed a single episode. You guys are my comfort pod, and I will admit, I am a gym listener. Fascinating. You know, it's. You guys should all start a group chat. Can we do? <laughs> can we do a poll? I want to yeah. do.
0: Mandy's in here. We love Mandy. We love everyone. Mandy. All everyone, give it up for Mandy. Um, let's do a poll that says like where do you listen to where us? do you listen and then maybe we can do brackets of yeah. like first we'll say where do you listen and like they'll answer in question yeah and then the top answers we'll do brackets of like yeah Like at I, the gym I at feel home, like the normal the ones car, blah, blah, blah. are gym errands house chores
1: yeah like that's when I feel like I've seen well, most people's drive, comments commute commute that's where that's I listen one. to all my class.
0: but yeah I'm so curious we need to know the people need to know That's so interesting.
1: Anyways, continuing with the email. I usually pop on a pod when my motivation is low, but I'm trying to keep consistency with going. So it's like a distraction sort of. Basically, depression hits equals pod while lifting to fill the void. (laughs) (laughs) I've never related to anything more, honestly. (laughs) Um, Anyways, I love you guys. Now let's get into my story. I have to give appropriate background info. So this may be long, but feel free to condense. And here's the best part. I feel like I said this a couple episodes ago, but the information. Oh, yeah. You guys are crushing it with the information. Yeah. It really helps so much knowing all of this stuff about you guys. Uh, she writes, my age is 20. Her name is Anonymous. And she is an Enneagram 2 wing 1. Okay. But have she's also tested for a 9, which is excellent because Taryn's a 2 and I'm a 9. So yep. we got you. We got you covered. And she is located in Orange County, California. OC. So... I have been with my boyfriend since I was 15, almost 16, and I'm now 20. Our four-and-a-half-year anniversary would have been on January 6th.
0: Wait, I'm so sorry. They got together when she was 15, 16, and now she's 20. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: Okay. Four-and-a-half-year anniversary would have been this past January 6th. He's my best friend, my first everything, and my literal rock. I have a colorful family life, and he's always been there for me. I was Mormon when we met and he was my rock while I was leaving and was so supportive and has basically just been my person since I became a person. I am horrible, she writes in all caps, at communicating my feelings about anything and usually just clam up and hold it in and then I blow up. Hello, nine. (laughs) I was going (laughs) to say Ash. perfectly encompasses (laughs) the Enneagram (laughs) nine. Um, So just pocket that. Um, you should listen to. I don't know. I feel like I've said this so much before, but I feel like I haven't said it recently. There is uh, the Enneagram songs. You can find it on anywhere that you listen to music. Um, Just Google Enneagram songs. It'll pop up and you can find your song number nine.
0: Sleeping at last. By
1: sleeping at last. It's incredible. And I feel like it'll really resonate with you. Yeah. She continues. He's helped me be more upfront and honest with how I feel. And the past year or so I've made serious progress with him because of him. We've broken up once for about two months last year, and it was because we were doing long distance for two semesters while I was at school, and neither of us could cope very well. We got back together and have worked through those issues, and for the past year, everything has been literally so amazing. We were even supposed to move in with each other this past week until all hell broke loose. Uh Uh-oh. On New Year's Eve, he got into a pretty bad fight with my mom's boyfriend, which resulted in my mom and I getting in an even bigger fight where we both said some nasty things. I was sitting in my room the next day, New Year's Day, and my mom stormed in and said, oh, and just so you know, he cheated on you and then left. I am. Her
0: mom said this to her? Yes. How does she know? Let's find out. Hmm.
1: She writes, I immediately told him to come over so we could talk and I confronted him and he admitted he had made out with someone the week before Christmas and felt insanely guilty and told my mom's boyfriend's son about it, which is how my mom knew. So basically, everyone knew but me. I felt so stupid and obviously broke up with him. He was crying and took full responsibility and didn't make any excuses and apologized over and over, which I appreciated. But still, I ended it. He's now been profusely apologizing and taking responsibility and telling me that he knows I won't forgive him anytime soon, but that he hopes I can in the future because he still sees me as his future wife and mom to his kids. My only response to him was that I just needed time. Now, here's the advice part. I don't hate him. I know that I should, and I wish that I did, because I feel like it would make things a lot easier to let go. But I'm just sad, and I just feel let down. I don't know if it's just too fresh and I'm in denial, but I can't say goodbye. I know I need time, and I'm not letting myself get back together with him anytime soon because I do need to heal. But is it dumb for me to have hope for the future? Part of me feels like I just have an unhealthy attachment to him because he's been my first everything and I don't know any better. Growing up Mormon too and then leaving, him being my first definitely means a lot to me and I definitely feel a level of shame around that because although I'm no longer religious, I still value intimacy very highly. I am aware that I am only 20, but I just feel like there's hope and am I wasting my time by stalling and healing to hold on to that hope? Then there's also the fact that my family hates him now, especially my sisters, and we're all super close and very protective. Who knows? Maybe in two weeks I'll hate him and the idea of getting back together will repulse me. But this is just my call for help, I guess. Even if y'all don't read this, it felt so good to get it all out. So thank you. So she sent an update email with a quick, quick little update that I feel like is imperative to the story.
0: What's the what's the time length between the updates?
1: Uh, I think like a week or so. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, which makes sense. Cause this would have been this past Jan- top of this
0: month. Oh yeah. Cause she's in new year's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay.
1: we're not that far behind. All right. Her update email says he came to pick up his things and we talked for five hours. He told me the whole story of what happened and it actually wasn't as bad as I had it played out in my head. He never slept with her and he hadn't been talking to her beforehand and hasn't talked to her since. I told him that I needed three months of zero contact to give myself time to focus on myself and be able to step away from the heavy emotions surrounding everything. And then after that time, we can reevaluate where we are and if we think there's still something there to fix. He was, again, very respectful and said that he was very grateful that I, he even had the opportunity for a conversation Then because he was expecting a box thrown at him and a screw you, LOL. He didn't make any excuses for what he did, which I appreciated. He said that he'll wait as long as I need and that he'll be working on himself because he's ashamed of what he did and never wants to be that person again. He went to a session of therapy as well and said he's going to continue going weekly. I feel pretty at peace with where we ended our conversation and know that three months of no contact is going to be so hard, but I really do feel Hopeful that if he continues to do what he says he's going to do and his actions reflect his words, that there is hope for the future. I would still love to hear your guys' thoughts because I don't know if I'm just being stupid and avoiding cutting him off or if I'm overthinking everything. The end. Anonymous. Drama, (laughs) drama, 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 taking notes. (laughs) it over here. Tap, 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 tap. um, (laughs)
0: No, I just was Googling something, but...
1: I think, uh there's okay. First of all, there's a lot here. I think it is very important to re- to take a moment and realize one, you're a baby, you're 20, you have your whole life ahead of you. Um, I think it's also super important to to recognize that he is your first love, that you guys have been together for four and a half years. That is so rare to have like an actual long relationship, especially yeah. at that age. So, not only if you were to end things, not only are you are you breaking up with someone who's your um like first love and and all that stuff, but also breaking up with someone at that age, everything is just so much more emotional. Yeah.
3: And you yeah. hooked up with a
1: girl. It makes this, it better that they didn't have sex, but at the it's still it's still a hookup
3: and well, it's still and cheating. then it was a
0: random like a like a random meeting and that's it. Which like, like, versus like It was someone from work. They had been talking for a while. flirting grew into, like... A quick little thing
1: is one thing versus, like, this long, drawn-out lies on lies.
0: I just... It's so hard because I feel like, you know, I think me and Ash try to give as much of, like, a non-biased kind of, like, viewpoint when Mm -hmm. we give advice... But also, I think with specific things like this, you can only speak on how you would personally feel. And I know for me, who I am, I would have a very hard time recovering from that. Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't... I don't know if I could get to... But I think the only way to recover from cheating in a relationship, and I'm going to speak specifically on your part, Anonymous, because... Him, obviously, he's. It sounds like he's willing to do the work and try to figure out why he did what he did and how to not repeat it, and that's great. And he's gonna need to work on obviously like his self control. and One hundred percent, yeah. But what people don't think about is that the other person, if you are choosing to reconcile, your job is even worse because the only way it can work is if you are able to forgive them and move forward. But a lot of times what happens is people get back together and then the person who was cheated on, who rightfully those things keep coming up, holds that against the person for the rest of their life and is mm-hmm. constantly like every argument. It's like, well, you cheated and you – so it 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 be, it begins this like very unhealthy, toxic cycle. Yeah. And so I do think – and everything I've studied and like – to move forward, you both have to be willing to forgive and move forward and mm-hmm. create, like, a new chapter of your relationship. And I think that's a lot harder for Than the person sounds. who was cheated on. And it, and it's very unfair. Yeah. It's very unfair. It really is. And
1: I think it's really common for – and I've, I, I've heard this so many times where, where people will be like, oh, well, at least it was just a kiss. It wasn't sex. And I feel like you even wrote that in the email somewhere because I'm starting to think no, of, yeah, I read yeah. that from there. Um, but it's still a violation of your guys' promise to each other. You still got cheated on. And it, yeah. it doesn't make it any worse or, or any better that he, it was just a kiss or a not, and not sex. Like it's still a very traumatic thing that happened to you. And I don't want to like take away from that. I do believe people can change. And I've said this before on episodes in the past, but the age that you're at, people are changing a lot.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like
1: whether you're a guy, a girl, it doesn't matter that age frame. Like people are, you're, you're wanting to experience things. You're figuring out what you believe in. You're trying to figure out what you stand for, what life's about. You're trying to figure out your career. You're, You're looking at colleges. Like there's, it's such a transitional time. And I'm not trying to say this to make it feel like I, I, I feel for him. But, like, that's the age frame where people kind of have to figure their shit out. And I think if he isn't at a place where he's got it figured out, then maybe it's okay to kind of just take a break. Yeah. And let him figure it out on his own. And then, like, if you guys find each other again later in the future, awesome. But I wouldn't want you there and dealing with him figuring his out. I hope that made sense. Yeah,
0: no, I think it does. I think it's, it's, it's the whole relationship dilemma, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, when you start to date a person, like you don't get to just pick and choose what parts of that person Mm -mm. you date. You're dating that whole person. Including their flaws. Yeah. So if they're going through things and they're figuring things out, like, unfortunately you're going to get you know, the, the stray bullets that come with being in a war zone. Uh-huh. Like it's just what happens. And I think, I think it's really going to have to be dependent. And I'm, I'm glad you said, cause I, I personally usually am not a fan of like breaks unless they're done right. Mm-hmm. And I think what the way that you're doing it is a right way to do it because that's, a, that's the perfect way to do it. Yes. It's a extended amount of time. There's no contact and being diligent with that. And it's, both parties doing their individual work Mm -hmm. without a like set outcome because Mm -hmm. it's not like oh well if you can do this this and this then maybe when we meet back up together we'll get together because then even if that person does those three things well obviously they're going to do it because they want to get you in the end and you just told them how to get you like so I think there's do this
1: and you'll get me exactly
0: so I think it's a very like It's good the way that you're doing it, and I would be very diligent to do that, Mm -hmm. um, to, like, do the full three months with no contact. But the other thing I was going to say is, like, I think in this time for you, you've got to figure out, like, one, are you able to forgive him and move forward? Two, making sure that you are not letting any of what he did reflect on how you value yourself. Because what he did has... Absolutely nothing to do with you Mm -hmm. and everything to do with, like, whatever he had going on. So I think a lot of times people who get cheated on start to self-reflect and say, like, well, obviously I wasn't enough. I wasn't pretty enough. I wasn't giving him everything physically he needed. Or maybe he just got over me. Like, I need to be more exciting. Mm -hmm. Like, and you start to get in a spiral where you diminish yourself Mm -hmm. and then basically convince yourself that you deserved it. Mm -hmm. Which is why a lot of people go back and then. Which is such get a repeatedly. cliche
1: thing to yeah. do. Unfortunately, uh, men cheating is a phenomenon, yeah. it's a thing that happens. And I'm not saying all men are like this, but there is a reputation like for a reason. And there's also a reputation for women to just constantly brush it under the rug, take it on themselves that they weren't good enough and then try to fix it. Yeah. But then eventually you'll, you'll hate them. Yeah. You'll years down the road, (laughs) you'll hate them. Like you, you will resent having to do all of that for him and it's going to come out at some point. So what I love that, and I want to just, back up what taryn is saying is i feel like you're handling this really well i feel like the parameters that you put down are really good um if you guys do end up getting back together i think i think setting the bar high for this one is important for the rest of your future like making it very clear that this is unacceptable and there are consequences for your actions instead of sweeping it under the rug because we're all like dogs when it comes to this kind of stuff like we'll see what happens And if we can get away with it, whether you're doing it subconsciously or consciously, like you take mental note of that. So it's important to take this very seriously. Um, But I actually think I think what you guys have in play is really good. I love that he's going to therapy. I love that you guys are taking a break. I love that you are still giving yourself an out after the three months, not guaranteeing that you'll get back together.
0: And I think it is a long road of like figuring out patterns and you're going to have to deal with because I mean... Like I was looking up because just articles on because you know how it's like once a cheater, always a cheater. Like we've mm-hmm. heard that forever. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, this specific study was saying that people who cheat on a partner are three times more likely to cheat in a next relationship. Oof. So I think that's something to be aware three of three times. So that's something to be aware of, like him doing the work to figure out how this cannot happen. But this is even more fascinating But people who have been cheated on are four times more likely to suspect a partner of cheating in their next relationship. Mm -hmm. So it just goes to show how how invasive that break of trust is and how it has lasting effects. So that's why I'm saying it's so incredibly unfair. But unfortunately, the partner who was cheated on has so much work to do. To make sure that one, they don't they don't transfer those insecurities to a next person Mm -hmm. um, and assign blame to someone who wasn't involved in like what hurt you. Mm -hmm. But also if you choose to be with that person, not holding that on them forever and trying to like move forward to have like it's almost like if you guys choose to get together, it has to be a new relationship. Like you guys broke up and everything that happened in the past has to be in the past. And then how do you build a strong relationship yeah. moving forward yeah
1: you can't forgive them 70 percent yeah Ugh. you can't it's not fair to them it's not fair to you it's it's not gonna it's yeah. not gonna be a good relationship yeah. um so i think it's important to let him have it Yeah. Ex- express everything try to articulate what you can if you are a nine and you have a hard time with that write a letter i would sit down and write a a <laughs> a nasty worded email <laughs> And just get it all off your chest as quick and as, as quick as possible. Um, and let don't don't shield him from your emotions. Like let him fully feel what he did. Um give that to
0: him, let him sit with it, and then when yeah. you chat like three months down the road, yeah. You'll know how you feel. It's huge that he's going into therapy. I will yeah. I will give him that for him to recognize I don't know why I did what I did and I wanna mm-hmm. figure out why. Like that's that's huge. And yeah. I think moving forward, I mean, all of the things that he says he's gonna do would be like requirements for me if I did choose to move forward with someone. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just feel oh, my heart breaks for you because I know. I can't imagine like the amount of emotions you're going through right now. Ugh.
1: I I thank you so much for writing in your this is Such unfortunately, it's such a common thing to happen, and I think it's important for people to talk about it in this way and just show that one, it is common, and two, you don't have to sweep it under the rug and pretend like everything's fine and perfect, it's better to just get it out in the open.
0: Also, and I know this sounds like I'm trying to be funny, but like I'm not. (laughs) I ever since like Beyonce, Rihanna, Cardi B, dude. (laughs) The um, freaking Kardashians. Ever since watching all these rich, powerful, beautiful, successful, successful, top of their industry women get cheated on with these, like, Instagram models, like, it it weirdly, like, made me feel like if they do, if I do, I'm not going to take it as personal. Like, it's just something is broken in the brains of people who cheat. Yeah. And 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 they've got to get that fixed. But, like, that's not a reflection of me. Like, if it ever came to that knock on oh one. my but
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel so. like, especially, I mean, at her age, at 20, 100%. But even just, a, like, a few years ago, I feel like divorce, being cheated on, those, like, messy relationship things would have been, like, the worst possible thing to happen to me. And something about growing older, I've really found, like, I feel like my footing and, and knowing that I will be okay no matter what. And whether it works out or not, if I end up getting married and then divorced down the road, like it's not the end of the world. If he cheats on me, yes, it's devastating, but it's not the end of the world. Well,
0: and at the end of the day, they're the ones that are losing because they're losing you. Yeah. So, and they're the ones that are going to have the path that they have, knowing they lost this perfect person because yeah. of their mistakes and yeah. like you'll move on and find something like bigger and better you yeah know? and I'm
1: not saying I'm lowering the bar thinking that that might happen no, yeah. because the bar is still very high and he has to make sure that he exceeds that bar also
0: he will be murdered by your best friend
1: so <laughs> yeah the, Take bar, or leave it. the bar is still set very 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 high but I I have learned that I will be okay yeah. no matter what and I think a good portion of that is talking to people. Yeah. So I don't know if you have talked to anyone else about this besides us. I know your family life is a little difficult, and it sounds like your sisters already hate them. If there is a friend or someone who has an outside perspective that you can chat with, that would be great. If you decide to go to therapy, I think that would be very helpful, yeah. having someone who doesn't already have feelings towards him to get it off your chest. But I love what you're doing, and I vote you keep doing you.
0: Yeah. Oof. Yeah. we'll give us an update in three months. Yeah. We'll be expecting <laughs> I'm gonna an email. calendar.
1: <laughs> um, but God, thank you so much for for writing in.
0: Okay, let's end with some dad let's, jokes. It, let's do it, Taryn. Let's do it. Um, if two vegans get in an argument, is it still considered a beef? <laughs> it's uh, tofu. No, it's the end. I, that's know, I, just, know, oh. I know, I know. <laughs> I thought you were like guessing the um anyways so, um, um okay you have a dad bod wait what <laughs> okay <laughs> you <laughs> you have to help me with this you're okay. gonna tell me hey you have a dad bod okay okay go ready mm-hmm.
1: hey you have a dad bod
0: I like to think of it
1: more as a father figure <laughs> stupid I think I you know what I don't like I don't like that one I- Love it, uh, guys! If you made it to the dad joke, you already know we love you the mostest. Follow us on our socials. We have us. Yeah. We have a, a rockin' Instagram. We have a yeah. TikTok. Uh, we have YouTube. If you want to watch us while we talk and not yeah. just hear our beautiful voices, also, but see our beautiful faces,
0: help help your girls out because Ash is trying to get to a million followers. I'm trying to get to a hundred thousand. So Legos will work with me. I'm never gonna hit a million. You are. How dare you? I have manifest. been I have been plummeting,
1: plummeting okay. for a year. Well,
0: all this to say, if you're listening, send our Instagrams to all of your friends. <laughs> be like, oh my gosh, you'll do love these a, girls. Do us a solid. We're trying to get yeah. We're trying to get reach Get your our grandma, own. get your uncle,
1: get your cousins, not get your everyone. uncle.
0: Actually, sure, why not? We'll take you. Know I, I love Again getting with the validation. Like we'll take the follow. I got two more offers to be a sugar baby. Oh yeah. What, when's it going to happen? I don't know. He said my allowance would be 5000 a week, which... A week? I'll do. Uh, he's rich, rich. But also, I'm scared of everyone. Weekly? So. Yeah. What do you got to do? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't respond to find out, but Five's like... Five, ex- that's expensive. Every day, I'm getting like you gotta closer put in work. and closer to responding. <laughs> Every day. Vote <laughs>
1: if Darren yeah. should respond or not. Possible. Is it, is it illegal? You know what? I feel like you should just respond. For podcast content.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: And we'll just see where this goes. Okay. We don't have to commit to anything, but we just got to see where it goes.
0: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Sounds great.
1: Tune in next time. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening and making it to the dad joke. We love you the most. And talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.